Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right. What is going on? How are you doing? Um, all right. We're just going to get into it. Hold on. This is... Um, Married at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 4, Bliss, Brunches, and Brawls. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, this was a pretty interesting episode. So we will get to it right now. So this is the morning after the weddings that everybody had. Yeah, this is the um, morning after, you know, the wedding's, the, you know, the first wake up with, you know, your new beau. So we have Jasmine and Mike. So everybody's being shown at the same time, essentially. And Jasmine and Mike, Jasmina and Michael are first. Or at least the first thing that I captured. And um, she was like, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were talking about what each other's family had to say about each other you know at, at the reception and um michael's like yeah you know your stepdad told me to not let you bully me and all that stuff and i told him that i wasn't and then she was like oh don't believe anything that he says blah 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 and then um she was like um but i understand what he's talking about because i had a guy who didn't want to argue with me and I'm like, okay, all right, isn't that a good thing that the guy doesn't want to argue with you? But now, I'm just taking that as a in a male perspective because, like, why? Yeah, why, why would you? Why would you want to argue? But of course, there's more to that. So, I mean, of course, I'm not a woman, but I can see where she may be mean. She maybe means that the guy never wanted to challenge her or he was like a doormat and um he he just agreed with everything that she said so just to keep the peace and i understand that some people do that um yeah just to keep the peace or like this argument is not worth my breath i'll just let you have whatever you have you want to move the couch over there fine i don't care you know just just so we don't have to fight because everything that you do ends up being, everything that we do ends up being an argument is not worth it. So I can understand that too. But so if she means that, okay, fine. Like, like the guy that she had never wanted to like challenge her or, uh, I guess step up for himself or something like that. But I don't like the phrasing of the guy didn't want to argue with me. Because nobody wants to argue. Granted, I guess nobody wants to be complacent either and just have things just go and have like a yes, dear, yes, dear, yes, dear. Sure, nobody wants that either. But I had a guy who didn't want to argue with me. Why are you raising things to argue about? We can discuss things sure and we can have a back and forth conversation about said thing 
but argue argue is such a strong word to use um unless you really do mean that like oh yeah because you know sometimes um women like to do shit tests and they want to see where how you can handle them you know so i can see her perfect purposefully sparking things up just to see how he can handle under unnecessary pressure i can see that and that is annoying <laughs> you know what i mean who who wants that you don't need to do that um that's dumb like <clears throat> yeah why do arguments and stuff like that for no reason because you're because you're bored you know what i mean that's stupid um so yeah but I, I i don't like that terminology that she's using anyway we have noi and steve um and uh this was like the night before and she was like noi was like this is when <clears throat> she was taking off her wedding dress and going into the um the uh, bedroom i mean not the bedroom the bathroom to you know take all her stuff out and she's like oh my god i can't believe he's gonna see me without makeup you know i wonder if my husband is going to set me as who i am and i'm like i don't know man i need to have like a conversation or something like that like first of all noi looks exactly exactly the same without her makeup like i don't understand why women well all right let, let's take it step by step i don't understand why women feel that taking off their makeup makes them look like a completely different person because in essence if you do think that why are you lying to the person that you're trying to impress you yourself are lying you're you're admitting that you're lying about your looks and that you will look like somebody completely different once your makeup comes off who is at fault why are you why are you saying to the dude or why are you thinking about the dude oh man i hope he accepts accepts me for who i am but you're you just admitted that you're not presenting yourself as who you are so why is it my fault if i look at you and you're like Ugh, and i go oh man you no you don't look good you're gonna get mad at me why are you presenting a false narrative to me then who, that's not my fault that's your fault you know but on the other end there are women who have gone under complete transformations when makeup is applied i've seen those videos on instagram and tiktok where there are women who you know i mean there's no easy way to say this who are look who look fucking ugly and then they will and then two minutes later they are like glammed out and gorgeous and i'm like hold on first of all first off how are you like how are you going to keep this facade up because you don't look like the after photo you look like the before photo so what's going to happen let's say one time i take you know let's say we go out on a date i bring you home and then all of a sudden you're gonna take off all these accoutrements and i'm like whoa you look nothing like 
how you're presenting to me. So whose fault is that again? You know what I mean? So I hate it when people say, oh, I hope he accepts me for me. Well, why don't you look like you then? Because at least with Noi, she looks the same. Just, you know, a little dolled up and a little bit more tan. But she still looks great. I mean, me personally, I would take her without the makeup. She looks great, you know, with her thick ass glasses, you know, and her pimples and all that shit. She like she looks great. She looks great, you know. Um, so I don't know why she's stressing and, and, and worried. She she looked awesome. And, of course, Steve thought so as well. So there you go. Um, so then we have Alyssa and Chris. And, um, of course, we left off with them not having a very good night. Uh, Alyssa found out some, well, quote-unquote, found out she heard some things that she didn't like about Chris from his friends but she misinterpreted what they were saying because one of the friends was like, hey, you know, Chris Chris loves to learn. And at the same time, he knows a lot. So if he's trying to teach you something, he might sound condescending, but only because he's trying to teach you and he's trying to teach himself. So don't don't think like he's talking down to you because he knows more than you. No, he just wants to teach you about something. And she took that as if, like, oh, my God, he's going to control me and blah, blah, blah. Like, she didn't like that one bit. So, shut down on anything. And she was like, oh, you know, I don't I don't feel comfortable sleeping, you know, with you in the same room, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get another room. And then Chris is like, hey, you know, do you want to talk off camera? And then she's like, no, it's so late. Um, Like, I'm, I'm just going to sleep in another room, whatever. And I'm like, damn, it's so messed up because... I mean, yes, it's messed up that she she is making him sleep uh in the in another no she's sleeping in another room, but the fucked up part is he's sleeping in the room designed for them. So he's seeing oh congratulations, Chris and Alyssa. He's seeing the heart on the bed, the champagne, the condoms, all that shit. And it's like damn, like maybe you well i guess it would have been worse for any of them but it sucks that he has to see that like you should have made him go into another room and you stay in that room but i guess it would have been bad for either of them um but yeah so yeah it sucks that he has to see all those decorations so uh so it's the next morning and now i mean we go back to jasmine and michael and they're talking about um michael's last name i i forget what it is i think it's like morrissey or something like that i don't know i i truly do not remember and because she's like oh um yeah what's your last name and then you know he says the last name and then she's like, oh, you know, oh, Jasmina, let's say it's Morrissey. Like, Jazzy, Jasmina Morrissey, like, hmm, that sounds cool, that sounds cool. And then he's like, well, and then she's like, well, what if I wanted you to take my last name? And then he's like, the f- he's like, why, why are you creating something that's not a problem? You want to take my last name. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I heard you. And I'm like, you see, there it is right there. That was that was a shit test, an unnecessary shit test. 
Because for one, why would he take your last name? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, granted, yeah. Some people have, some men have taken their wives' last name. Great. But you know damn well, traditionally, it's always the woman takes the man's last name. So why are we even having this conversation? Um, But also, it's like, she look at what he said she already agreed to take his last name okay so it's done conversation over and then now she's like well what if i wanted you to take my last name and he's like hold up like even he smells the shit coming he's like why are we even having this conversation like why why are you trying to create a problem where there isn't one because You've already decided that you're going to take my last name. So why are we even entertaining me taking yours? All for her benefit. That's why. She wants to have the conversation just to start some shit. And it's like, why? And then that's why it makes me go back to that question. I mean, that thing. Oh, I had a guy who didn't want to argue with me. The fuck we are? Why? Why do you want to argue about something that has already been settled? This is this is the reason why I don't like Jasmina and why I've picked her as my brat of the season long before I even saw this episode. You can see that shit and and it's and it's creep it's creeping in. You know that this this that thing that she just did, the thing where she snapped off on her mom and all that stuff because she she thought she was going to throw up and she was crying and all that stuff. She got real snippy with her bridesmaids and all that shit. Like, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know? I, I I don't like that side of her. I don't. And I especially didn't like this whole, oh, what if I take your last name? Blah, blah. It reminded me of fucking Ashley from, I don't know. Oh, maybe it was the same season. The Boston season? With uh, Ashley and um Anthony. Uh, Ashley and Anthony where Ashley did the same thing where she was like, Oh, um, um, cause he was like, yeah, you know, you're going to take my last name and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, well, what if I want to take, uh, what if I want you to take my last name? Why do I have to take your last name? And he's like, what the, what? And like, I think, well, I think she still has her last name, uh, Ashley Petta. And I was like, yo, and I changed it to Ashley Petty because she was petty because she just wanted to bring that for no reason. She wanted to be like a fake ass feminist just to be like, uh, you know, like take my last name. How can we all take my last name? And it's like, come on, why are we having this discussion? It's stupid. But yeah, I I did not like Jasmine the shit test at all. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> so we go to Alana and Chris, um, and um, Chris is on the um. Chris is uh, on the um, the cam, the whatever, the cam, you know, camera, the handy cam, and he's like, uh, Alyssa's, Alyssa says that she's disappointed, and then Chris is like, um, she says that, you know, we didn't vibe last night, and he's saying that I'm blindsided, I didn't sign up for this, but she decided to have a, uh, a sit down, and, and talk about, let's sit down on camera and talk about things, because um they had an off-camera talk with each other v- via text 
Um, and that's where she says that I'm disappointed and all that stuff and, and says that they didn't, they didn't vibe, blah, blah, blah. So he says, you know, I feel like you've checked out. And, I, you know, he just wants to know. He, he just wants to know the truth. And then Alyssa's like, I feel like you feel like I'm, I wasn't in this for the right reasons, maybe. And he's, and, you know, the audience were like, uh, no, you, you didn't come in here for the right reasons. I mean, you did, but like, again, you wanted somebody perfect. And, um, and then Chris, Chris plays no games. He's like, all right, do you think we're compatible at all? And then Alyssa's like, I think there are certain things. I think there are certain things that are important to me. And then, of course, they run back the physical appearance and personality thing, which she has proven that he does not fit that bill. She doesn't like a snaggle tooth. He has snaggle tooth. She wanted tall, tan, and scruffy beard. He is short, stocky, and has a full beard. <laughs> um, um, she was like, I do think we're two very different people. I, there are a lot of things we don't have in common. I feel our hobbies are extremely different. I think the way we would live our everyday lives is different. So she's So she already has all her ducks in a row as to why she's not feeling this conversation whatever but you know i think they i think this is the part where they ended on the like uh you know hey we're you know we still need to do this experience so let's try to just be cordial with each other and just be friendly and see where we if we can get back to zero i guess because they're at like negative 15 so they both agree hey you know this this is what we're gonna do all right let's just have fun so boom day one of marriage um so now this is the part where all the spouses meet meets the others parents and have brunch with their significant others family members um so it's jasmina with michael's sisters and um they warn jasmina that michael always assumes the worst and um She's okay. She takes that into account because she said that like her other relationships, they kind of, well, she says she does, she won't be able to know how to deal with somebody who always thinks on the negative because she doesn't think that way. Um, she always thinks on the positive and, um, you know, she kind of worried that her last relationships, you know, she always dealt with men who was emotionally unavailable, but this guy, I mean, Michael is emotionally unavailable too, but now there's a negative spin to it as well where he always thinks negatively and um he he but he calls himself a realist so you know that's kind of a debatable uh subject matter and an interesting thing that i didn't realize jasmina admits that all her relationships have always been long distance she has never had a relationship in state and that i mean they're in Boston, so, like, I don't know how big Boston is. I don't have a map on me. But I guess at first I thought that was really weird just because, like, why? Why can't you find somebody in state? I mean, every I mean, every person, every person that I follow has have, have called you, has called you, like, stunning and beautiful. So it's like, why haven't you been able to find somebody 
in state and the people you have been finding, where are you finding them at? I guess, I guess most likely dating apps. So, man, why are you choosing dating apps that have people out of state? Like what, what's up with that? That doesn't make, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like, where, where are you finding these people? Um, it's, it's just weird to me. And, but at the same time, like I, I can say that for myself, but at the same time, I, I border a lot of, um, I live in the tri-state, so I can hop to Jersey and Connecticut fairly soon, you know, it, so I, you know, my last couple of, um, interactions with like women have not been in state as well, but where they're from it, um, where they reside, it's like a 20, 25, 30 minute drive. It's not, that doesn't sound bad at all, but the way that, that, the way that Jasmina was talking about it, it seems like they're like at least an hour out, if, if you know, if not more. So she hasn't even lived, according to her, she hasn't even lived with the people that she's been d dating, you know? So, like, this is the first time, like, they're touching, too, I guess, you know? So, I don't, I guess maybe they fly in, and then, you know, they hang out, have sex, whatever, and then he goes home, whatever. Okay, fine. But it's like, hmm, interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That That is weird, though. That is definitely weird. Or, I won't say weird. Interesting is interesting that little tidbit um so we go on michael is with jasmina's mom and sisters uh, and things go well but uh, J uh jasmina's mom does not it's not that she doesn't trust michael it's that obviously you know she doesn't know him and she's always she's very secure i mean she's very um not secure she's very um worried she no she's very focused on jasmina's safety and she's that's her number one priority because she has said that you know jasmina has gone through a lot of shit her dad left her mom left all that shit you know what i mean so you know jasmina might have abandonment issues or whatever so she's very critical on jasmina's safety and she wants to know that this dude michael is not gonna play her and i'm like yo i don't know about you of course nobody sees it but me you know but it's fine but i'm more worried about michael's safety because Jasmina looks like she doesn't play. Remember, her moniker is no nonsense. Okay? Let's not forget that. That's all that I'm saying. So she might wild out on Michael. Who knows? Um, but yeah. She's she doesn't necessarily trust she trusts the Jasmina's mom trusts the process, but she doesn't necessarily trust Michael only because that he's a stranger. That's it, not because of how he presents because she she's she sees that he's a good guy or whatever but at the same time she believes that it's all um it's all uh superficial because you know everybody presents their representative at the beginning we don't know michael for real so that's what's going on there um so we have uh, Noi and Steve. So Noi meets with Steve's parents, and he, uh, Noi loves that he that he embraced her culture, uh, 
and you know she started crying because she, family is very important to her because of course we know her background story of her being a refugee and how her parents stayed together despite their hardships and all that stuff and she wants that as well and steve um she loved that steve just you know didn't even think about it twice like just embraced her culture and stuff like that so noi loved that and his parents loved that steve did that too um steve's father warns noi that steve is pretty much a vagabond you know he, he has a free spirit he'll just up and go and do what he wants you know because he's he was by himself like he doesn't need to answer to, to anybody he he he's his own man um um so uh noi kind of uh agrees with that like you know we need to see how he's going to be and also you know the whole job thing was a big thing so no uh steve meets with noi's family and um <laughs> Noi's brother um put on a wig and a dress and all that stuff i mean pretty much the what is it uh he pretty much like almost like turned into a drag queen and i forgot what the brother's name is but when he turns into that that's like his alter ego and he calls sriracha because she's spicy so she started going in on the uh started going in on the uh on the questions you know are you physic are you um uh fiscally responsible you know when are you gonna have kids uh and all that stuff and you know they're just hammering steve with all this money questions and all that stuff and which i understand because the uh, noise mom so it was like hey you know if you guys are gonna have kids you're gonna need to have a job and you know St steve is you know real even tempered and you know he just answered everything accordingly and i'm just thinking like man i mean again i understand like i feel for steve because again i was in that position too where i got engaged well i mean he's married but i got engaged and i didn't have a job i was literally unemployed at the time so I understand everybody asking, well, you know, well, what's the next step? How are you going to get to this next step? And I'm like, for me, I was like, mm. but Steve, he seems more um, attuned to what his future plans are. Because at the same time, you have to understand, yeah, this guy, you know, got out of a lucrative job. Well, no, he didn't. Sorry, he didn't get out of a lucrative job. He got laid off because of COVID, the COVID shutdown and um but at the same time you know he took like a four month road trip so it's like he must have he must have remember now road trip i don't think he stayed in any hotels i think he did say that he like he lived out of his car so i was like okay you know sure he saved a lot of money for the hotel stuff but at the same time it's like you know he had to have money for gas unless unless it was a tesla but i don't think he drives a tesla so it's a regular car so you save you know it's the gas food you know entertainment i'm sure he saw some movies or something or like something to keep his interest up you know what i mean so he must have he must have a nest egg or something to to for him to be confident enough 
for him to be secure in taking that trip in the first place because I don't think that was well I just said that he does things on a whim but still I think he is more calculated than that and it was and it was like you know what I'm gonna take a four month hiatus boom and I'm gonna go you know I don't just think I don't think he was just like ah fuck it you know I'll just take my credit card and then that's it I think he has a nest egg so he should be all right and again like I said before in the other episodes I don't think he's gonna have a problem um getting a job which is why I think he's so lax about getting a job now because he's still in that finding myself kind of mode, you know? So I think he's good. I think he's going to be good. Um, that's why he's not rushing. But then again, you know, he didn't necessarily plan on getting married too. So I, I do believe that he should start looking for a job or they're, they're going to keep bothering him about it. Um... So Mark and Lindsay, um, uh, Lindsay talks with um, Mark's friends and, you know, they're having a good time. They see that like she's very kind and, you know, and she'll get Mark out of his um, his comfort zone because like he, like he like he, he pack, this guy packed like five or six like bags, bags now of goldfish like that dude loves himself some goldfish i wonder what uh flavor it was i didn't i didn't like pause it to see what it was but it seemed it looked like sour cream and onion but it was probably cheddar but this dude loves freaking goldfish and she's like have you ever had seafood he's like nah he's like you don't like whatever scallops boba he was like nah she was like what the fuck <laughs> you know so that's good that she'll broaden him out and stuff like that so that's good um She's also done like hospice care, so um, she knows very well the situation that Mark's mom is in. And remember, that's what he was really worried about. He was really worried about if his wife would even care, one, about his mom, and two, be supportive of him taking care of his mom. And she's there all the way, and she's like, yeah one i'm supportive too i know what the fuck is going on because i used to be in hospice care so i know exactly how it is so she's gung-ho you know she she definitely has his back and you'll see later that he has her back um mark meets with uh Lindsay's dad and friends um and again the dad is like yo you know she i hope you're lying tamer man because this this chick is rough so they gave her they give him like a freaking Lindsay survival kit where i forgot what the first gift is was but the second gift was the the no button you know so every time you press it it goes no no it's because a lot of people like to placate Lindsay because she has such a strong personality you don't want to upset her and um but sometimes she needs she needs to learn the word no and i do believe that mark will be able to stand his ground and say no to her and she would listen you know um like like a hard no like no we're not doing that but let's do this i could totally see him doing that and and the dad said hey you know watch watch your words around her too because not to say that everything is a trigger but she might flip on you <laughs> because um she has a uh, a violent tongue on her 
um and um i i i've heard people's um uh i've heard people's opinions on you know the the vow ceremony where the either the vow ceremony or this part where the parents or friends warn the you know the the participant about their significant other's red flags or stuff like that they're like oh you shouldn't do that you should let that person find out for themselves blah 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 and all that stuff and it's like yo we only got eight weeks bro i need to know everything about this chick you know i me i personally disagree although i do completely understand what you're talking about yeah it would be nice to learn this person but i'll give you an example so let's say i don't know let's say it's me i'm getting married to you know the stranger whatever and then you know we get married blah 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 whatever and then i'm chilling with you the friend on the reception and we're talking and we're having a good time whatever and then the next you know later that night i'm with the my wife and i do something that offends her right and i'm like oh man like damn that sucks i didn't even know that i'd even i'd even know clearly because you know she's a stranger and then the next day i meet you for brunch and we're talking and i was like yo i did this thing blah 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 and then the friend is like yeah oh yeah she she hates it when people do that i'm like yo what the fuck you could have told me that last night you know while we were talking at the reception you know so like now i'm in a now i'm in a bind because now i gotta win back my stranger's trust in me for inadvertently offending her in whatever way i did where that friend could have told me the day before and i would have been straight you know what i mean it's like stuff like that now i do understand everybody's worry where it's like oh you're already uh, putting things in that person's head to be like oh this person's negative well i don't like that and then now you're like looking for when that person is going to be triggered and now you know you need to worry about the fallout but i don't know man like listen you don't know anything about this person i think it's a natural thing to start asking not even the person but their friends and family because the friends and family know the person more than the person knows himself so you're just like hey um what's going on um uh have you uh you know like should i be worried about anything like how's this person like i'm not gonna have time to extract that from the person themselves because they might be hiding something that could be beneficial for our growth in marriage you know so i understand it i understand it but i don't know i i i feel that you should keep those warnings in the vows and you know be supportive of me when i ask you during the reception and the brunch just like yo how is this person and like what am i in for you know so i get it um so uh there's a chris and Alyssa. chris meets with Alyssa's mom and taylor the pretty one and um the uh, chris is giving his uh diagnosis on the relationship <laughs> And he's pretty much saying that, like, yeah, she pretty much wants to be friends and we're not vibing and we're not compatible. And then the mom says, oh, my God, no, you're great. You have a wonderful heart and all that stuff. But, like, look, 
you are great and you have a wonderful heart, right? Wouldn't you want those qualities in a person? But look, that shit don't matter, yo. That don't matter. Because for her, what she wants is tall, tan, and scruffy beard, which just reminds me of freaking GTL. If you're if you don't uh, if you don't know those letters GTL, then you're too young, bro. You know, um, it's gym, tan, and laundry, and that that was like the staple for the Jersey Shore, the original Jersey Shore, not this new Florida Bama bullshit. You know, the original Jersey Shore GTL, gym, tan, and laundry. Um, that's what it seems like. It's just like she wants like those guys. Um, or something like that and it's like she don't care if you're great or if you have a wonderful heart she wants that she wants that physical stereotypical tall tan and scruffy beard dude not him um and then taylor says she's very particular with guys she's being a little rash and yeah uh, i mean yes she's absolutely true but it's not even a little she's being a lot rash she's like shutting this dude down like she is done and she's like fuck i need to stay with this guy for seven more weeks this is bullshit um and it's so funny because Alyssa gives me kim k vibes like there's there are definite shots where she's sitting in the like confessional parts like the b-roll and um well not b-roll but the confessional shots and she looks like a watered down like a kmart version of kim k and like her attitude like oh i deserve the best because i'm frivolous and like you know i'm pretty and i deserve it because i rescue dogs so you know i have a good heart so you know you need to listen and whatever is like shut up you know what i mean um she meets with um Alyssa meets with uh chris's mom sister and friend and the friend again you know chris's friends they need to shut up because they always say something good but at the same time Alyssa <laughs> uh misrepresent misinterprets it where the guy was saying like yo you know chris is very dedicated and you know sometimes um he might put his work in, in in front of you but like that's only because like he's just a driven guy all you, you know you just need to snap out of it snap him out of it sometimes and she's like what i come second to work no i'm the priority i'm i'm the wife that shouldn't happen and it's like fam he didn't say that you would be like dead last in his life it's just like yo this man puts a lot of work i mean not not that he puts a lot of work real estate is a lot of work you know he'll be on his phone talking to people about quotes and all that stuff and trying to see you know new land to get you know for people or whatever you know he's trying to make that money he's trying to be a hustler you know you know that's what you girls love right you know a dude that's an entrepreneur and a hustler that's what that's what he's doing he's not necessarily putting you second it's just that oh you know this is this is a lot this is a lot of work but of course he will have time for you because this is what he's wanted um but yeah but she took such offense that oh, i come second to work oh, never oh my god no so so we get to a team uh so we get to katina and Olajuwon. um um Olajuwon is speaking to katina's friends and maybe sister i, I don't know but I, all i remember is the, the the guy 
and the guy was like going mad hard i guess like he was acting like a big brother or some shit or maybe he was acting like fuck I, I wanted to fuck katina but you came into the picture but anyway but he was saying that like yo i think you know alajuan is kind of fake i mean he didn't say this but like he was alluding to the fact that alajuan is fake and he's not here for the right reasons and um it says it seems like he's here you know just to blow up i don't know what blow up into what because like what he's gonna start in like music videos and shit like that i mean he 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 does have a look to him definitely um but what this is gonna catapult him to win an oscar or something like that so i don't understand what people are saying that you know he's gonna blow up blow up blow up to what <laughs> um but i do under, I, I mean i do understand his concern because elijah one does seem very scattered brained and i don't necessarily know if he i mean i know he wants a uh a long-term partner so i guess to him that does mean wife but i don't know if he's ready to be a husband so um we will see um but yeah i don't even remember oh uh damn oh yeah katina katina met with Alajuan's fuck like i don't know uh his second mom there you go it's someone that he calls his second mom and then that woman gave katina um a shirt and a hat that she would wear every time she would go to um her elajuan's uh, football games so i was like you know i used to be his number one cheerleader but now i'm you know giving that to you she's like oh my god like thank you so much i'm, I'm gonna be his number one cheerleader blah 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 All right, so that was cute so um we get to uh Alyssa and chris again and um you know everybody finds out that they're all going to puerto rico for their honeymoon so chris and Alyssa was like yo you know let's just be cordial let's just try to have fun on this vacation she's like yeah yeah huh. yeah fun yeah that, that that's great <laughs> and you know and chris is trying a lot you know he, he he's he's doing a lot and um she's like he's like oh you know do you want to go shopping do you want to do this you want to go parasailing blah, blah blah she's like oh well you know i just want to i just want to sit on the beach you know i just want to sit on the beach and it's like see this is what i'm talking about like these girls always want to fucking oh i want to go on an adventure i want to go on an adventure and stuff like that like, take me on an adventure all y'all want to fucking do is stay on the beach in different locales of the world that is not a fucking adventure like i don't understand why women always want to travel so much. Oh, let's travel let's travel let's travel travel to sit on the beach and drink a fucking mimosa like ooh, i drank, drank a mom i've been to peru yeah i went on the beach oh my god i've been to australia i went on the beach oh my god i've been to europe i've been on the beach like what the fuck else did you do did you do anything but anyway um so she's like oh he's like oh you want to be on the beach all right cool yeah yeah me too me too and she's like oh my god like i don't understand like he's trying to like yes me to death like every time I suggest something, he just says yes. Like no, you can you can do your own stuff too, and it's like that's fucked up. So like you want to stay on the beach while he goes parasailing by himself? Like you guys are a fucking married couple. Like t tell me you're t what is it? Tell me you're out of tell me you're done with him without telling me you're done with him. Like that's what it is. It's like it's so fucked up. Um, but anyway, everybody's getting ready for um, uh, the honeymoon. They all get packed up, all that good shit. So, day two of marriage, and boom, there's already beef. And I still don't even know what the beef actually is. It's so weird. But anyway, 
So apparently Lindsay gets on Olajuwon's nerves or something, because according to Olajuwon, um, where are they all? Puerto Rico. That's right. So um, um, Olajuwon starts. Olajuwon admits that he can only speak some Spanish, right? So not to say that he is of Spanish descent, <laughs> but he knows he starts speaking some Spanish with and starts teaching. I think Katina some words. And then Lindsay's like, oh, you know, how? and Lindsay's like, oh, you know how to speak Spanish? And Olajuwon is like, ah, oh, you know, I know how to speak some. And she's like, well, are you going to speak Spanish while we're here in Puerto Rico? And he's like, well, probably not since I'm not too fluent in it. So I'm just going to speak English. And I guess, and she's like, well, you know, you, you should speak, you know, the native language because you're here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, yo, don't tell me how to speak where I need to be spoken to. I'm an adult. We're all adults, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, um, they, they all get into the car, the van, and then the producers are like, oh, Mark and Lindsay aren't coming into the van because, um, you know, they're just, they got another van. And then, like, Katina's like, yeah, that's right. She better not come onto that van, whatever, because she's disrespectful, blah, 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 whatever. So I'm like, oh, shit. And then, you know, Mark gets on his handicap. He's like, yeah, you know, we wanted to, you know, um get on another van you know just there's a little tension so i want to break it up blah blah, blah whatever so you you know you're just hearing this like story go on that Lindsay, you know irked olajuwon and katina a little bit and um um so yeah so it was just it was just it was just a weird thing and then katina's like oh man you know she was like yo the that was the first time that I saw you get angry. He's like, oh, no, 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 you know, that, you know, that was light work, whatever. You know, I, I could get angry. And she's like, yo, that's the first time that I've seen you hot. And, like, you could just see that she was so attracted by that. You know, him, him like, losing his temper and, and standing his ground and stuff. I'm like, all right, okay. Yeah, you you saw how that shit was attractive, right? Okay, but let's see you, let's see how you like it when that, you know, quote-unquote hotness and that temper goes off on you. Because I have seen, we've all seen, the later episodes so this is the shit that gets women in trouble this is the shit that gets women in trouble okay they see a dude go off and they think it's fucking hot and fucking sexy that this guy oh he has confidence oh he knows how to stand up for himself oh like he look at him look at him with his um his strongness his masculinity right oh it's so strong it's so sexy but then when he uses that shit on you Either when he either fucking yells at you, starts pointing his finger at you, all that shit, and, you know, possibly starts beating you up, now you're scared. Now, oh, I don't like it anymore. Why is he like this? Why is he like this? Oh, well, you you liked it, didn't you? You liked that. You love that. You know, you gave him pussy because of that. You know? Like, you can't have one without the other. You know, he if he's going to be masculine, you can use it in, you know, that person will use it in a good way and a bad way. That's the thing. Sure, you don't like um, meek and weak guys, right? But here's the thing. They don't beat on you, though, because they can't. It, they don't have it in them, you know? They'll try to see what's wrong with the situation and try to work it out. But no, you want the confident dude. The, the serious dude who's going to be like, no, this is how we do shit. Oh, and that's sexy, right? That's sexy when he takes command. But when he does that shit on you, all now of a sudden it's a problem. This is where chicks get fucked up. But anyway, 
Um, but yeah, I, again, I don't know what the hell is going on with Lindsay and um, Mark. Um, yeah, well, yeah, Lindsay, Mark, Olajuwon, and whatever. But they all get, um, they all resolve it. Olajuwon is like, yo, I don't want to freaking ruin this thing. This is this is for us. You know, it's our honeymoon. So Mark comes, Mark comes down because they're all chilling having a drink outside the resort whatever mark comes down Lindsay is still up in her room taking a shower and you know easing up because you know she's like triggered whatever she's crying and um mark comes down he's like hey listen you know this is the situation blah 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 and i'm sorry for that but like yo let's let's you know let's just be cordial with each other and elijah one completely agrees like yeah yo you know i want to give her a hug we i want just want to work this out because this is unnecessary, you know, we're all together, we're all in this, let's, let's just be cool, you know, so that's, so that's a good thing, um, and then, uh, like, uh, Jasmina and Michael have a discussion about, you know, because, uh, Michael's like, yeah, you know, you can, I already knew that there was going to be conflict just because, you know, just the amount of people doing the same thing, whatever, and Jasmina's like, well, I wouldn't, come into a situation like this thinking that there'll be conflict and stuff like that you know you, you just treat everybody with respect and he's like the fuck are you talking about it's like like of course there's going to be conflict because there's so many personalities that's just that's just how it's going to be and that's how literally how it turned out and with her she's like no 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 no. um that's not that's not it and blah 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 so like you know, she she are she already started getting on her own nerves, trying to get him out of his thoughts. Where, in actuality, what happened is what he said. Granted, they're both right. Yeah, you shouldn't come into a situation already being negative and stuff like that. But him, he's just preparing for the worst. He's like, yo, you know, there might be some beef only because there are just so many different personalities here. Somebody's gonna clash with somebody, and that's literally what happened. So I don't know why Jasmina is going crazy, but again, it's not that serious. But again, it is a mental note to take where she likes to take things. That's all I'm saying. Um, so it's Alyssa and Chris, and they're talking to each other, and they're on the balcony. And then Chris is like, listen, I, I see that you're not putting in any effort. I don't know what's going on. And then she's like, what? You know, listen, I got chipped, you got chipped, and all this stuff. And... um. It's like, I'm putting in effort. And, and he's like, I don't think you are. She's like, are you calling me a liar? He's like, well, yeah, because <laughs> you're not putting in any effort. Because she's not. Because when after the whole, um, I don't know if it was after they had drinks or maybe before they had drinks, everybody was just looking at the, at the you know, where they were, the beautiful, beautiful resort. And all the couples were chilling out with each other. And Alyssa is just experiencing the wonder by herself, like super far away from Chris. And Chris can only like you know just be by himself and that fucking sucks and she isn't putting in an effort she's like done and she's like oh my god i can't believe you called me a liar and i'm not discussing with i'm not discussing this with you on camera so she goes to she goes inside on the couch and starts like not screaming but she starts crying like i can't i can't believe you called me a fucking liar blah 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 and um it's like um and she's like, I, I don't get it. Like, I'm not, she, she's like, I'm not comfortable with sleeping with somebody that I don't know. And I'm like, bitch, even if you liked the person, even if it was the tall, tan, scruffy beard dude that you liked, 
he would still be a stranger that you did not know, but but you would have been comfortable sleeping with him. So don't give me that bullshit like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm not comfortable sleeping with somebody that I don't know. Why are all these things coming to light now? Like when when it's something that they don't want. The same situation would happen if you even if you like the person. Alyssa says this. Oh, I don't like sleeping with somebody that I don't know. You knew that you weren't going to know this person from the fucking beginning. The show is called fucking married at first sight. You don't know this person until you meet them at the altar. So, yes, you are going to sleep with somebody that you did not know. Just like with um Jasmina, too, when she started getting angry and shit like that before she started leaving. She was like, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know this person. I don't know his name. Yes. Correct. You do not know this person's name. You don't know who he is. Yeah. Why is this Why is this reality all of a sudden hitting you? You didn't know this person before, you know, your your upset stomach. You know what I'm saying? So why are you wilding out now? This doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? But yeah, so stupid. So like, yeah, she's, yeah, Alyssa's fucking done. You know, Chris hates it. You know, it sucks. But, you know, that's what it is. Uh, I don't even know what's going on on the. Oh, more. I guess there's more beef going on. Definitely, Katina gets on. Um, what's her face's nerves? Lindsay's nerves again. No, no, no. Lindsay gets on Katina's nerves. Sorry, and she says something super rude and and whatever. Like, ugh, it's just gonna be bad. Next episode, I'm not even looking forward to next episode. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, that's that's the end of the episode. So yeah, th- things are not looking uh things are not looking pretty. <laughs> so you know what time it is? It's the Skin Deeps, the and self edition card game. All right, we are on card seventy two. So let's see what seventy two has to say. So seventy two is um when do i feel most alive and what makes me feel that way oh man oh shit um what makes me feel alive is doing this podcast um and also writing because i love because the writing thing it makes it it's like solving a puzzle you know you try to make a story and all that stuff and then you try to connect the dots with the story you know trying to create people's arcs what are they about and i and i love it when you get to a point where the characters start speaking for themselves instead of you saying no you're going to say this no they speak through you and you just write down what they say to you that shit is fucking amazing but also me being alive by uh what makes me feel alive is um i mean when do i feel most alive when i'm when i make um when i make uh podcast episodes i fucking love it i love making podcast episodes and 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 working on it and creating the questions and seeing you know what i want you know what i want to talk about um i fucking love that shit man it's fucking great because it's, it's so fun like um yeah it's so fun making those things like yesterday i spent yesterday i should have yesterday i should have uh recorded the episode that i'm doing now <laughs> but i was so uh hell-bent on creating episodes like the episode titles and stuff because like i'm i'm going on uh i'm going on vacation pretty soon and i have three interviews 
that I need to do. So I need to create episodes for them and questions. And yesterday, all yesterday, because I had um, the day off yesterday. So yesterday, that's all I was doing the entire day, just creating episodes, creating questions. And I felt so alive. I'm like, man, this is so much fun. I would love, I would love to just keep doing this. Um, this is great. But then I was like, ugh, but, you know, I have work tomorrow, which is today. And it sucks because I don't want to work. I don't want to go to work today. I want to just keep working on my podcast, you know. But technically, I should be working on my, um, I should be working on my uh, book. <laughs> I still need to freaking get that shit done. But anyway, I need to, yeah, work on, I mean, I love working on it. It's just fun as hell. Like I, I, I smile like a giddy. My my brain, my active creative brain starts working and that's what I like the most. Like I love getting out of my head what I want and onto paper so I can get on with what I just created. It's fucking fun as hell. I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That's when I that's when that's when I feel most alive, when I get to be creative. And that's why I chose to do podcasting and writing because those things make me feel alive. They really do. And I hope I can continue them n not as hobbies but as careers. That's that's what I'm trying to do. And hopefully it comes through fruition, you know, where I don't have to go to work that my hobbies are my work. And I would fucking love that. But, you know, only time, only time will tell. Yeah, so there it is. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D that is at TinkPod if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is Martini Jean and I am the Inquisitive Nobody <laughs>